Hello everyone and welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I am so happy you're here. As always, thank you for tuning in to another episode. First off, I would like to say welcome back to myself because I haven't uploaded an episode in a couple weeks as maybe some of you have noticed. I actually first just wanted to start off maybe with a little ketchup, not like there's much. I always feel like I don't have much to necessarily catch up on, but it's kind of fun to start off that way. But a couple weeks ago, I actually got really sick. It really took me down for a good week and I kind of feel like I disappeared off everything. You know, sometimes you just only have it in you to try and get your body better rather than put it out into different external forces. So yeah, I was unable obviously to record, but just do anything. Like it was so, so, so lame. And the running joke became, because I actually lost my voice for probably about a week and a half, that I like smoke four packs a day, which is funny because I am probably one of the most opposite things from a smoker. So to hear myself sound like that, it was just, it hasn't happened in a long time. But on a positive note, I am feeling much better and I'm back ready to get on maybe a little bit more of a routine schedule with the podcast and that thing that everyone talks about when you start something new or when you're putting yourself out there in a certain way, everyone talks about consistency is key. You know, find a routine, find a pattern, and just keep giving it your all in a consistent way that works for you. I'm still trying to figure that out, so I appreciate you all being patient with me and listening to the podcast at your own pace as well. But I actually went to Sephora for the first time in literally forever the other day. I'm not one to go to Sephora and kind of shop around. I don't do that a ton. Like I don't just browse and try new things. I'm a person I have like a handful of everyday makeup products and I don't change them. I just keep using them until either I need to replace them or, you know, try something different in the same category. I don't just go to Sephora and just walk around and see what I can see. Just, I find it a very intimidating place sometimes, especially when you have no direct direction. But I went with my mom the other day and we did. We just kind of went around. There was a few things that I was kind of looking for. I had my eye on. Um, I had asked actually on Instagram the other day for blush recommendations. And I thought I would just talk about it for two seconds on here because I was previously using just a powdered blush. It was good, but it wasn't sticking. And, you know, I have found the past however many, however long now, my skin has just felt so, so dull. Like it has absolutely no glow to it. And I know maybe on the outside looking in probably doesn't seem that drastic, but as someone, like we look at ourselves in the mirror every single day, we are our biggest critiques, critiques, critics, (laughs) 
and we're always analyzing what we don't like about ourselves. Anyways, I've noticed I have little to no glow left in me. So I've just been wanting to kind of amp up some, some glowy products, but I feel like I haven't been, I've noticed this, but I haven't been putting in a lot of effort to making my skin and myself glow from the inside out. Like I literally need to re-listen to the podcast episode with Jaden Ward, where we talked about skincare and take some tips from her because I know that's just her her thing, but I picked up a couple new products that I thought I would share. I've been seeing everyone talk about um, Super Goop Glow Screen. Now, now I don't believe it's actually a mineral-based sunscreen, so I don't believe it's protecting you on a deeper level, but the product itself actually just gives a really, really nice dewy finish on your, just your base layer, but it isn't, I know someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe it's actually a mineral sunscreen that is really what you want for all protection. That aside, if you're using, you know, maybe a different sunscreen on top of that or in different areas, I think the glow screen definitely gives that glowy look that everyone has been saying it does. I know people refer to it as the glazed donut donut product um reference Hailey Bieber of course but but yeah I was trying that out for the past little bit and I really really like it actually but I just want to clarify I don't believe that it's actually a the top sunscreen that you could be using I think it's more of a you like the finish you like the product you put it on as base that's kind of what I've been using it as but another product which was highly recommended um like I said, I put a put a question box on Instagram and asked for recommendations for a new blush. And the Rare Beauty Liquid Blush, you guys, is 100% worth the hype. It was by far the most recommended blush, which was actually kind of crazy. And the liquid product, I think, gives yourself a lot of glowiness and just not as heavy as sometimes as I feel a powder product does but it gives you a little dewy finish and I have been seriously loving it, loving it enough to come and talk about it because it's just been, it's just been really good. Now it is very pigmented, so a little goes a long way with the product, but I am using the shade Encourage and I really, really like it. So I thought, I thought I would share my finds from Sephora, but I find yeah, I just find Sephora to be a very intimidating place when you don't necessarily have a direction you're going. If you don't have products in mind or, you know, time on your hands even. But yeah, other than that, you know, lots of stuff has happened on my in my life, in my day-to-day, but um, I figured, I figured, yeah, we just kind of get into it. Today, I really... I always feel like, sorry, I'm backtracking, but I always feel like the catch-up, when I'm listening to podcasts, I really like the catch-up, but now that I'm talking on a podcast, I don't, I'm trying to learn how much catch-up is, is right, you know, how much. (laughs) Also recalling like what has happened in the past week that's worth catching up on, or that I can even share, is one thing I'm learning 
with the podcast, so bear with me as I try and figure that part out. This whole thing I'm trying to figure out, but (laughs) anyways, today I thought we would play a little game. It's basically a question game that just kind of provokes different answers and a conversation starter game, I should say. I actually got it in a gift a couple years ago and they just have little question prompts and it's called Table Talk. Now, I don't know... I don't actually know where this is. this game is from. I don't know if like someone personally created it or if you can actually buy it somewhere, but I did give it or I did get it for a gift and it's been great, but I actually haven't played it yet. I haven't played it with other people because it's just something I kind of have forgotten about when it kind of comes up you know, if you're around people and this is kind of what you want to play, but I have been seeing everyone or a lot of people play We're Not Really Strangers, and it's just the comp concept of conversation starting games and, you know, talking about different topics that maybe you wouldn't dive into unless, unless asked. So I thought who better to play it with than one myself and two the podcast. So that's what we're doing today. I'm just doing a couple questions and just kind of going for it and getting, getting into things, you know, conversation starting games. I think you can take them as deep and as surface level as you want, but I thought it would just be kind of a fun way to switch things up here. And yeah. So on that note, let's just let's just get into things. Okay, the first table talk question I have here is who is someone you compare yourself to? Now, I guess we're just getting right into it. This question, when I think about it, I think a lot of different people come up. You know, different people that are super close to you and have a genuine influence on on your life. Someone maybe you look up to, you admire, and it can turn into comparison, of course. I mean, it's so easy. But when I think about this question, genuinely, I think one of the biggest people I compare myself to is a past version of myself. Now, what I mean by that is Throughout the years, I think we go through so many different versions of ourselves and I find a lot of the time we hold on to maybe a little bit of judgment on a past self or even when I'm talking about, you know, comparing yourself to a past version of yourself, I think I really mean either holding judgment on who or qualities that maybe you weren't such a fan of, but I also mean holding on to maybe like youthful qualities that you no longer possess or actively act upon. I think it's really easy to go back in time and compare the current version of yourself to the past version of yourself when we're going through stages of growth specifically. I mean, these 20-something years are all about growth. And growth sometimes requires a little bit of reflection. And, you know, 
we can, like I said, we, I can easily compare myself to so many people in my life in a negative or a positive way. But when I talk, when I really think about who, who I maybe frequently compare myself to, who I judge the most, judge myself the most on, it really comes down to that past version of myself where maybe I hadn't learned some things that I now know, or maybe in the same breath I hadn't been exposed to certain things, so I was maybe a little bit naive and blissful, and I compare a different version of myself now where I see, you know, the world or different scenarios in different lights because I'm not blinded by that bliss of fresh 18 anymore or 16 or anything like that. So I think it's just crazy to hold judgment upon ourselves when comparing comparing ourselves to past versions because growth sometimes is is just an up and down flow. And in order to grow, I think like I said, a lot of reflection tends to happen in that process. And depending on the mindset and depending on where you are, that reflection can be taken in as comparison. Whether that be negative or positive, like I said, comparison I think has a very negative connotation and directly associated with negativity and um, toxic thoughts. But It can also be a way to, you know, maybe look back on, like I said, maybe a quality that you really used to admire about yourself that somehow over the past few years has gotten lost. And you often think about that quality and, you know, that reflection of yourself and how you can bring it back to your current version of you that has been through all that you've been through and relay it into okay, how can I adapt that positive mindset? How can I adapt that positive quality into a new grown version of myself? Like I said, this answer can be all over the place, but the one I keep coming back to is, yeah, that comparing myself to a past version of myself. And one thing I think as I'm moving forward into, you know, just life as I'm moving forward. I always am actively trying to be kinder to myself, less judgmental of myself, and move forward with current beliefs and what I what I truly am now. And kind of pick and choose where I need to gain and lessen, I guess, from. <laughs> okay, the next table talk question I have is what can you do today that you were not capable of a year ago? Now, I think back a year and it feels like so much has happened, but at the same time, it kind of is crazy how fast it's gone. But I think something that I'm actively working on is going more places by myself and being comfortable and feeling safe by myself. It's kind of 
a struggle sometimes as a young 20-something-year-old female to be comfortable enough to go certain places by yourself, you know, within reason, of course, I'm not talking, I'm trying to get comfortable, like, in the dark down the back alley at 10 p.m., like, that's not what I'm talking about, I'm talking about, you know, feeling comfortable going for walks and, and going to certain stores, you know, different, different situations like that, and I think it's not that I wasn't capable of doing that a year ago, it's just something I'm continually working on, and I definitely feel a lot better about that quality in myself because like I said a young 20 something year old female I know I'm not alone here where it's just intimidating going out into the world where there are so many different factors that go into things that cause us to feel insecure or maybe unsafe or whatnot but I think it's really important to push yourself within limits and within reasons of certain anxieties you may have. And I think that's just what I'm trying to actively do now. Like I said, yeah, it's not like I wasn't capable and I'm not talking about being comfortable alone. I'm just talking about the act of, yeah, just going places, not always with, uh, company and not always having to have someone looking over your other shoulder while you're looking over one but I think it's really interesting and I know like I said I know I'm definitely not the only one who experiences that little bit of of anxiety when it comes to yeah just going going out into the world it's just it can be an intimidating place. I'll put it at that. I don't want to call it scary and give it power, <laughs> but I'll say certain places are just intimidating and for different reasons, of course, right? But yeah, it's all about growth, recognizing and comfortably pushing boundaries when when needed and when you're ready to do so. You know, so if when you think about the question, what can you do today that you weren't capable a year ago? that answer is going to look so different for every single person. And it's because you respectfully push your boundaries to make a change. And, you know, you're seeking growth all the time. So it's like that year gives us so much growth. And it's really, I think, nice when we're able to look back and reflect on, okay, where was I a year ago in these, in these shoes a year ago? what looks different and why does it look different? What did I do to make it different? You know, I think about maybe friends who have completely changed their direction. Now a year later, they have made such great strides in a new positive either career direction or relationship direction. It's, it can go anyway. And it's extremely motivating when you think about in a year, where do I want to be? What qualities do I want to possess? Do I want to be more comfortable going to the grocery store alone? How am I going to make that happen? Or going, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and that anxiety of driving on the highway, it might sound minor to someone who does it all the time, but conquering the fear of just doing it and pushing boundaries 
as needed. You know, everyone has a little something that they don't do because it maybe makes them uncomfortable. And I'm not saying go and, like I said, don't go and push your boundaries way too far and instantly regret it. But it's just crazy what a year can do. So if you're thinking of making the change, making the switch, where do you want to be in a year? How are you going to start now and switch things up? Or grow in a specific direction? It all just has to, you know, start start somewhere. Okay, what is the biggest lesson life has taught you in the last year? This one actually is kind of crazy because it's been something that's been on my mind very frequently recently. So it's funny that this is kind of a part of this just question table talk game, but I think the biggest lesson life has taught me in the last year is time is precious and it's not guaranteed. That concept of, you know, you never know if tomorrow is going to be there has been something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And it's something that life has taught me because, you know, you can blissfully go through life never thinking about the next day or, you know, thinking we're all going to be here forever, but it's just, frankly, it's just not, not the case. And I think some things have happened within the past year in my life that have really shone light on, you know, everyone, everyone's life takes a different path and we really have to take our moments that we have now for granted because we just don't know what's going to happen in the future. And I think that concept and that thought used to bring me a lot of anxiety because it was unknown of what tomorrow was going to bring. But I think, you know, after kind of processing it and turning it into and reframing it into the idea of not having it be anxiety ridden and anxiety controlled of what's going to happen tomorrow, I don't know what's happening, blah, 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 blah. I think holding it, holding space, obviously for that part, but reframing it into we are so lucky to be where we are, to have the people we have in our lives, and we have to make the most of what we're given right now. You know, don't let people not know how you feel about them. You know, your loved ones, don't don't let it go un, unspoken. And, you know, seize opportunities, do what you want, make the changes, and create what you want now because you're never... Tomorrow was literally never guaranteed for anyone. And that can be, like I said, it can be a little daunting, but it can also be extremely motivating and extremely positive in the sense of we can use it to create where we want to be and what we want to have and what we want to feel right now, because that's what we're living. We're living right now. And I think, you know, different 
different factors and different aspects of life, such as loss and grief, can bring on lessons such as this one. And I think it really reminds us when we experience grief, either firsthand, secondhand, whatnot, it can really reflect on, like I said, time is precious and nothing, nothing is guaranteed for anyone. And yeah, I think it's a wonderful mindset, but I also think it's a really big lesson. And it takes a lot of work to be able to get to a place. And I think it it's never perfect. We're always growing and we're always working on something. So I think just working to appreciate now moments. Now that can also, you know, bad stuff happens as well, you know? And I think letting yourself feel what feels right for what life has given you is important too. And, you know, it's not always going to be super happy and super, you know, perfect in any form. It's going to come with the ups and downs of, like I said, grief, but the ups of promotions or, you know, loss, but the ups of love, like it's just so crazy all the turns it can take. And I think one of the biggest things that just instances and life moments that have taught me this year is, yeah, we just need to appreciate what we have and leave nothing, nothing unspoken, you know, and yeah, put a lot of time and effort into the things that you see fit and see, see worth it, especially, you know, in the moment and now and so forth. But yeah. Okay. I have, when was the last time you tried something new? Now, this one I actually had to stop and think about because a lot of the stuff I I think if you know me, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a little bit at least, you would probably know I like to stay within a certain comfort zone, and within, I like to push things a little bit, you know, try try new food, try a new drink, whatever, but I don't try anything physically new too often. But I'm always open to the opportunity. I always take every opportunity with a grain of salt. But so I kind of had to think about this one. But actually, this past weekend, I was part of a a community golf tournament. Now I wasn't actually golfing, but um, my work. I organized a donation for a company here in town that was. Um, putting on this golf tournament. It was to raise money, different fundraiser, and whatnot. But so I organized a donation on behalf of um, the jewelry store I work at, and I then actually got asked to be a judge. It was a decade-themed golf tournament, so teams were dressed up, you know, in 80s, 80s gear, 50s, like different decades. They were dressed up accordingly, and they wanted to the organization that put this on wanted to have a best dress contest and they wanted a unbiased opinion, an outside opinion. And I actually got asked to 
be one of the best guest dress judges. <laughs> and, you know, I thought it was so cool that someone took the time another day to ask me and get me involved. I said yes. And it was super, super fun. But the moment I got there and that I was, I went alone. <laughs> I went alone on behalf of the company, like I said, I work for. And I was kind of just standing there in my own little bubble, you know, looking around, trying not to make myself look awkward and out of place. But in that moment, I realized I was putting myself out there in a different way that I have yet to do. I, you know, showed up to a fundraiser that I have no super connection to. I didn't know anyone that was going to be there. I didn't know what I was walking into, really. The organization that put it on prepped me, of course, for what was going to happen, but you never really know until you get there and you start um, going with the motions. But, you know, it was something new in the sense of networking in person on your own. <laughs> and I, it was very fun, but like I said, when I was standing there by myself, I was like, okay, this is something new. I've never done this. I don't actively do things like this. So we're going to take it and see how it goes. It was super fun. I'm so thankful and happy I got to be a part of it. So the lesson I learned was say yes to opportunities that sound exciting and intriguing to you. I think, of course, you have to put yourself out there where it feels right and it feels fun. But it was definitely something a little bit out of my comfort zone and new. So we sat up in front of the whole golf tournament. Everyone who golfed that day, there was four judges and we sat up at our sparkly table <laughs> and we scored each team on best dress and there was different categories, yada, yada, yada. And we actually commented. We got the mic for two seconds. We commented on each outfit and... It was just super fun and you have to just take it as it is and for what it is and like I said, it's networking and putting yourself out there in a completely different way I had never done and actually the team that won, like there was a team from the 80s and they were all dressed as rock stars and with inflatable guitars, like it was so much fun. They were all wearing wigs. Um, the team that won had dressed up as famous 80s wrestlers and it was just so funny, such spirit. It was so awesome and you knew that what you were doing and all what all of these people were doing was for a really good cause and something that was honestly helping our community and for an organization that really puts the community at their forefront. So it was so awesome. The winners got a $500 cash prize that then got donated back to this organization. So it was so, so fun. And I'm so happy I said yes. But as I was standing there and sitting there, it was like, okay, I am trying something new and I don't normally do this, but what, what does it hurt? What, what, how am I going to lose here? <laughs> so it was really fun, but that was the last time I tried something new. So I should probably, I think, I should probably try new stuff more often, but I'm always down for a good, like I said, saying yes to opportunities that 
sound fun and kind of fall into your lap and I was just so so happy to be a part of something so that was pretty cool that happened this past weekend and it was yeah like I said super cool super cool okay the last one I'm gonna do here this game actually has 10 questions but I'm only gonna do five on this episode so maybe I'll do a part two if you guys are into it but yeah so the last one I have here is what do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago now five years ago I was 18 I believe (laughs) yeah 18 so there was probably a lot of things I wish I spent more time doing five years ago but I think one of you know I so many things are coming to the top of my head like you know maybe focusing a little bit more on college but everything played out how it was supposed to play out in my journey and in my life whatever but I think something I try to do now and I probably definitely could have done more five years ago is live or be just present present in the moment and I look back on those times that I was living with my best friend I was I just really didn't have any huge responsibilities (laughs) I was very carefree and just doing my own thing I think always staying present and always taking in the moment for what it is because life changes very very quickly as we all know and that phase of my life is so special for different reasons and I think always I think we can always work on being present and taking yeah like I said taking the moment for what it is that's something I'm really trying to work on now (laughs) something I'm definitely working through and going through right now is being more present in my current life and that's definitely just something I've clearly been working on for five years (laughs) and yeah I think living for the now versus living in the past or setting yourself up for the in the future like even though it hasn't even happened you know living in the future even though we don't even know what's going to happen but yeah I think and appreciating what I had and where I was I think it ties into that that being present is just appreciating where you are and what you have in the moment because it's always sometimes easier to reflect and look back and say wow I didn't know how good I had it or I didn't realize what I had until until now that it's over and I think that's true I think a lot of times we find ourselves looking back on you know quote I don't know like glory days not this is not necessarily referring to you know me looking back on when I was 18 but I think it's just a common thought process of oh I was so carefree or so fun back then and now I'm this 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 when really you have to take in your full present moment and where you are completely not just the bad day you're having and reminisce on the fun times you had I don't know if that made sense, but (laughs) I hope it did. But yeah, I think we can always work on and spend more time being 
present and appreciating what we have in the moment. Like I said, I was 18 five years ago and I was living with my best friend and in the same city as my sister and it was just, we had so, so much fun and I think I appreciate those moments even more so now because I can look back and and really take it for what it was when you're going through it. It's just, it's just life and you don't necessarily appreciate it in the same sense. You just are going through the everyday motions of trying to keep it going, trying to keep trudging along, you know, but yeah, I think that's, that's something I'm actively, like I said, trying to work on now and I think no matter where you are and what phase you're in, reminding ourselves to appreciate the moment we are currently in is one of the biggest, biggest things. But yeah, like I said, you guys, this table talk question game (laughs) is actually 10 cards. So maybe one day I'll hop on here and do a part two if you liked it. I think it's just kind of fun to just be prompted with different questions that maybe you won't think of yourself. And it's just a little bit, I think we just had a reflective episode. I know this is very reflective for me (laughs) as I'm just sitting in the room talking to myself, but I hope you guys maybe got something from this episode. And I don't know if you found a question that you really connected to, let me know how and what you're feeling and how you're going about doing that, you know, whether it be what you can do today that you weren't capable of a year ago, who's someone you compare yourself to. Let me know you guys, your answers and what you thought of this style of episode. But with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap it up here and yeah, I will talk to you guys in the next episode, I guess. I, oh, I guess, you know, I actually, I was thinking the other day that I haven't done a 20 something girl reminder in a couple episodes now. So pause on the ending. I really wanted to do a reminder to our 20 something selves. And I think the biggest reminder is to, to be present and take a look around you and genuinely think of the positive things you have going in your life. Take a moment, take it all in, have a moment of appreciation and, you know, gratitude for where you are, what you're doing, what got you here, and continue to live in today's, today's now versus, you know, tomorrow's or yesterday's. Let's focus on being present and grounded and, yeah, grateful. Okay, so now that I said that, I will talk to you guys next episode. And yeah, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.